Welcome to Laborers in the Harvest. This podcast is a weekly conversation about the gospel and the work that God is doing through those who labor for him. Now, your host, Kevin Folger. Hello, and thanks for joining me for the first episode of Laborers in the Harvest. This is going to be a weekly podcast in which we'll talk about the need for laborers to work for the Lord in the harvest field of this world. Most of us would realize that the world needs the message of the gospel. The gospel. The gospel. What a wonderful phrase, the gospel. The word gospel is a word that is used often in the New Testament. In fact, it's used over a hundred times. The gospel carries the idea of a good message, or can we say it this way, good news? Almost exclusively in the New Testament, the gospel refers to the message of God's forgiveness. Paul defines it clearly in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 through 4, where he states, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein ye stand, by which ye are also saved, if ye keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless ye believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scripture, now verse 4, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day. There you have it. The life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ as the gospel message. It's good news. Can I say, not just good news, it's great news or wonderful news, that God, through the person of his Son, Jesus Christ, offers forgiveness of sin and eternal life to unworthy sinners such as we. Think about it. It's the finished work of Christ that provides redemption, his sinless life, his vicarious or substitutionary death, his bodily resurrection. All those things are necessary, and they provide the atoning sacrifice that when one repents and believes the gospel message, they have salvation or are given salvation and become or placed as a child of God. Isn't that wonderful news? It is great news. Heaven, forgiveness of sin, uh, to be a child of God. As you're probably aware, God has chosen to use human instruments to be his voice and to do his work in this world in sharing this message called the gospel. Jesus commissioned his church early on in Matthew chapter 28, just before he ascended to take his seat at the Father's right hand. And he said to the church, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. When they're saved, he said, I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And then once they're baptized, you teach them to observe all things that I have commanded you. The Bible is clear that this message, this gospel message alone, is the message that has the power to save the lost and to birth one into the family of God and then obviously place them into a church after their baptism and to grow them in grace and in faith. While there might be many places in this world where one can readily hear the gospel, many gospel-preaching churches and many gospel preachers, there are still many places in this world that lack preachers, lack laborers in the harvest, people who will share the gospel. As Jesus said in Matthew chapter 9, verse 38, the harvest truly, it's plenteous. What a sad phrase, but the laborers are few. Not good news, is it? When people don't have this gospel message, when they don't know that Jesus died for their sins and that he alone can 
provide the sacrifice that is necessary to make them reconciled with God. As one missionary statesman said, the gospel is only good news if it arrives in time. When you think about it, we're all products of those who labor in the harvest, those laborers who are obedient to the Lord's command. If you think about it, all of, all of us, God has used someone to bring to you and to your life or into your family the, the truth of the gospel, placing you into the family of God because you believe, but it took someone to share that message. We have a story. We all have a story. You've got a story. I've got a story. My story is a bit different than yours, I'm sure. Let me share mine with you for just a moment. I was born and raised here in Cleveland, Ohio. A man who labored in the Lord's harvest influenced my parents when I was just a child for Christ. That man, his name, Roy Thompson, when he connected with my parents, he was a young Bible college graduate. He had come to Cleveland in June of 1958. He came because he was directed to the Holy Spirit to come. Brother Thompson came to plant a new gospel preaching church. Through a series of events, that church plant got started in the living room of a house my grandparents had rented. In order for the church to get started, my grandparents had to move out, and the new pastor and his family had to move in. My grandfather, rather than being angry because he had to move, liked this young pastor. God placed upon his heart a desire to attend the first service. After that first service, my grandfather called my dad and insisted that he attend this church the next Sunday. My dad obeyed the instruction of his father. He packed up his family and attended that next week. And that was it. That was it. Our family had been ever changed because a church planner had been obedient to the Lord. To share the entire story is a bit too long, but prior to Roy Thompson's arrival, God had been working in our family. My dad is a twin. His twin brother, along with my, his wife, became, came to know the Lord and were readily living for him. Another labor in the harvest had confronted my, my uncle about his living, and God used that man. And soon my uncle Dick and Annie Lane were members of a small Baptist church in the greater Cleveland area. My uncle and aunt were vigilant in their witness in living for Christ and sharing their Christian faith before the rest of the family. But can I be honest? Most of the family were brutal as they analyzed them and their willingness to make changes to be obedient to the Lord. Outwardly, the family showed coldness and anger. Yet, through all of that, God was at work. God soon called my uncle to preach, and off he went to a small Bible college in the South to prepare his life to be a laborer in the harvest. The rest of the family thought that he had lost his mind, yet he was faithful and obedient to the Lord's clear direction. And God used his witness and obedience to prepare the hearts of our family for Roy Thompson's arrival in their lives. So the harvest of our family into the kingdom of God, into the biblical faith, was a process of people working in the harvest. I often wonder, where would the Folger family be if it were not for those who are faithful to labor in the Lord's harvest? I'm grateful for my aunt and uncle, who are now both in heaven, who, though belittled and harassed, were obedient. And God used their faithfulness to plow the hearts and to make them ready for the one who would come after them to sow the seed and who would bring in the harvest. It's through the gospel presentation and the preaching of this young preacher named Roy Thompson and the godly living of my parents at the age of five, I bowed my knee and humbled my young heart and received Christ as my Savior. Soon after... I got baptized and I became a member of this young church. God was blessing the pastor and his labor 
people were trusting Christ and following the Lord in baptism weekly, and the church was growing rapidly. It was an amazing time to see God work in powerful ways. God provided property for our young church to build on. One building would get complete, and almost immediately, more room was necessary, and construction would begin again. And even as a child, I marveled at what God was doing through the Cleveland Baptist Church because a man was faithful, or people were faithful, to be laborers in the harvest. Well, I'm going to share more of that story next week, and as we come to the second episode of Laborers and Harvest, I want to thank you for joining me today. Please uh, subscribe to our podcast and join us each week as we talk about laborers in the harvest. Thank you for listening today. We hope that you have been encouraged by today's podcast. If you have been helped, we want to encourage you to subscribe and to share. Please feel free to leave us a comment. If you want to know more about Kevin Folger and the ministry, please visit his ministry at kevinfolger.com. We invite you to join us again next time for more Laborers in the Harvest. Thank you.